Hey everyone, this is Miss Akimoto with your next chapter of the Phantom Toll Booth. So we had a little bit of a cliffhanger last week where Milo and Talk were sentenced to six million years in prison um, for apparently being responsible for the kerfuffle in the word market, which we know is actually the spelling bee and the humbug, although the spelling bee and the humbug chose not to uh, represent that information truthfully. So they've just been led deep, deep down into the dungeon, and there has been a hint that if they get lonely, they can always talk to the witch. So, let's see what happens next. It looks serious, doesn't it, Talk? said Milo, very sadly. It certainly does, the dog replied, sniffing around to see what their new quarters were like. I don't know what we're going to do for all that time. We don't even have a checker set or a box of crayons. Don't worry, growled Talk, raising one paw assuringly. Something will turn up. Here, wind me, will you please? I'm beginning to run down. You know something, Talk? He said as he wound up the dog. You can get in a lot of trouble for mixing up words or just not knowing how to spell them. If we ever get out of here, I'm going to make sure to learn all about them. Um, so Milo's having to wind Talk because old-fashioned watches rather than being run with batteries they were um, run with gears so you would wind them to create tension and then they would run for a certain amount of time and if you forgot to wind the clock it wouldn't actually run anymore so you have to wind old clocks um, quite frequently I think it's like once a day to make sure they continue to run so anyway that's what he's doing if we ever get out of here I'm going to make sure I learn all about them a very commendable ambition, young man, said a small voice from across the cell. Milo looked up very surprised and noticed for the first time in the half-light of the room a pleasant-looking old lady quietly knitting and rocking. Hello, he said. How do you do? She replied. You'd better be very careful, Milo advised. I understand there's a witch somewhere in here. I am she. The old lady answered casually, and she pulled up her shawl a little closer around her shoulders. Milo jumped back in fright and quickly grabbed Tocket to make sure his alarm didn't go off, for he knew how much witches hated loud noises. Don't be frightened, she laughed. I'm not a witch. I'm a witch. So she says, I'm not a witch. W-I-T-C-H, which is like the <laughs> Halloween type of witch. She says, I'm a witch. W-H-I-C. Like, which one is it? Get it? I told you this book was punny. Oh, said Milo, because he couldn't think of anything else to say. I'm Faintly Macabre, the not-so-wicked witch, she continued, and I'm certainly not going to harm you. What's a witch? asked Milo, releasing talk and stepping a little closer. Well, said the old lady, just as a rat scurried across her foot, I am the king's great aunt. For years and years, I was in charge of choosing which words were to be used for all occasions, which ones to say and which ones not to say, which ones to write and which ones not to write. As you can well imagine, with all the thousands to choose from, it was the most important and responsible job. I was given the title of official witch 
which made me very proud and happy. Get it? Because she decides which thing is going to be used. She's a witch. <laughs> At first, I did my best to make sure that only the most proper and fitting words were used. Everything was said clearly and simply, and no words were wasted. I had signs posted all over the palace and marketplace which said, Brevity is the soul of wit. So, brevity means being brief. This, you know, soul of something. And then wit is, um, like, intelligent humor. But power corrupts. And soon I grew miserly and chose fewer and fewer words, trying to keep as many as possible for myself. I had new signs posted, which said, An ill-chosen word is the fool's messenger. Soon sales began to fall off in the market. The people were afraid to buy as many words as before, and hard times came to the kingdom. But still I grew more and more miserly. Soon there were so few words chosen that hardly anything could be said, and even casual conversation became difficult. Again, I had new signs posted which said, Speak fitly or be silent wisely. And finally, I even had these replaced by ones which read simply, Silence is golden. All talk stopped. No words were sold, the marketplace closed down, and the people grew poor and disconsolate. When the king saw what had happened, he became furious and had me cast into this dungeon where you see me now, an older and wiser woman. That was all many years ago, she continued, but they never appointed a new witch. And that explains why today people use as many words as they can find and think themselves very wise for doing so. For always remember that while it is wrong to use too few, it is often far worse to use too many. When she had finished, she sighed deeply, patted Milo gently on the shoulder, and began knitting once again. And have you really been down here ever since then? asked Milo sympathetically. Yes, she said sadly. Most people have forgotten me entirely or remember me wrongly as a witch and not a witch. But it matters not, it matters not, she went on unhappily, for they are equally frightened of both. Well, I don't think you're frightening, said Milo, and Talk wagged his tail in agreement. I thank you very much, said Faintly Macabre. You may call me Aunt Faintly. Here, have a punctuation mark. And she held out a box of sugar-coated question marks, periods, commas, and exclamation points. That's all I get to eat now. Well, when I get out of here, I'm going to help you, Milo declared forcefully. Well, that's very nice of you, she replied. But the only thing that can help me is the return of rhyme and reason. The return of what? asked Milo. Rhyme and reason, she repeated, but that's another long story and you may not want to hear it. We would like to very much, barked Talk. We really would, agreed Milo. And as the witch rocked back slowly back and forth, she told them this story. You'll have to come back tomorrow if you want to hear chapter six, which is faintly macabre's story. See you tomorrow.